Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. Apparently, uh, I'm here by myself today. Couldn't find Talon, so... Hey, bro, what's up, man? Hey, hey, sorry, bro. Sorry, I was like, shit, it was full. There we go. Sorry about that. And I washed my hands. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. Anyway, so what are we doing today, brother? Today, we're going to do a special edition Christmas episode. I love me the Christmas. Where we're gonna my favorite time of year, man. Honestly, yeah, you know, you get, I won't you get say it's go. my favorite time of year, uh, but it's it's up there. It's up there, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, going to speak, see family you haven't seen in a long time for that oh, one time fuck of them. year. If they can't see me all throughout the year. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they live in another state, it's kind of hard to drive. I guess. Fuck so. them. <laughs> there you go. That's how he feels, I guess. <laughs> like, you, know? you know how it is. Yeah. Let's go from that awkward segue into the next one. No, it's okay. not an awkward segue. I just say fuck them. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. All right. We're going to talk about some Christmas movies. Happy Christmas, everybody. Which I love me some Christmas movies. There you go. You uh, want to jump on the first one you want to well, talk about? Well, here's a little known, a very little known fact about myself. Okay. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. The the rom-coms? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Hallmark Christmas movies. I wasn't ever a big fan of it until there was a marathon on all last year, and Amy was like, hey, can you watch this one? I'm like, all right. And you sit there and you watch it, and you're like, why do I like this? Like, I mean, the, okay, I, mean I get it. I mean, they're going to fall in love eventually at the end of the movie, and I see it happening, but, like, your brain tells you, how is it going to happen? That's where it's like, okay, I'll, let me, I'll watch it and see what, what happens. I so. love Hallmark Christmas movies so much. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of years, I have literally been looking to move to a Hallmark town. Right. As in, like the small little town that no one knows about, but then everybody comes together for Christmas. And it's yes, like, yeah, yes. Uh, that like, is how much I love like a Cher- like a Christmas like a Cherokee, movie. North Carolina, or something like that. Because during I don't know if you've been there during the Christmas time. But it, it's like down the whole strip is nothing but Christmas stuff like everywhere. Like, I mean, they make a big deal about it. Right. You know, I want the big, big Christmas tree in the center of town. Everybody comes around, sings carols while it light, they light it up. So basically you want Whoville. That's what you look for. I mean, for. you know, we can talk about a little bit of Whoville. <laughs> right. Um, but man, we're just going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies. Yep. And I promise you there's going to be someone here. Y'all going to be like, that's, that's not, not a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. But it is. I promise you, because I know my Christmas movies. What you got, Talon? Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go with one that I think everybody's seen, everyone loves, Home Alone. I mean, I think uh, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, both to me, they're two of the best Christmas movies I've ever watched, especially when I was a kid. I thought it was so funny, you know, With and I actually had a bit of a debacle, and I won't say debacle, a little bit of a debate. I personally think that two was a little bit better than... Okay, I won't say... Okay, let me say this again. I don't think... Okay, maybe that's a bad expression. No, 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 no. No, if I enjoyed two more than I enjoyed one. Okay. Now, to say that but it's a best movie, I don't... You know, don't I, I take to, a step back from your stance. Don't let people bully you <laughs> on the internet. Your stance I think two was, was a better movie, honestly. Honestly, yes. I do think two was a better movie. I enjoyed two better than I enjoyed uh, one. Um, I, I think that some of the uh, the traps in two were a little bit funnier. Like, there's one part in two that's just hilarious to me. And it's unrealistic as fuck, but it's, it's still hilarious to me, the end result. Where uh, Marvin Harry are standing in front of the door uh, that goes up to the stairwell. And it, the, the, the handle's connected on a string. Okay, I don't know that person. Um, and then they pull it, and then the tool chest is coming down the stairs. 
And uh, Harry's like, what's that sound? And the tool chest hits it with, quote unquote, so much force that it backed them all the way up to the wall. And then they push the wall back and you just see Mar go, that was the sound of a tool chest falling down the stairs. And then at the same time, it's like, you know, breaking the, that, that was, part to me. That was, was the first movie. No, that was the second movie. The second movie was because they were, because they weren't in his house. The first movie was they threw the paint cans down the stairs. They did it in the second movie too, but the first one was, was they threw the. Uh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Um, because they had to go my up bad, to the rooftop bad. to. Yeah, but that was another one. It's like, man, the, you wearing aftershave? It's staying aftershave. It's kerosene. The rope soaked in it. Why the hell would someone soak a rope in kerosene? <laughs> oh shit, go up! And then he says the fucking thing on fire. That's that was it, it was hilarious to me. Um, I do think though that the parents were dicks in the movie most of the time is like you clearly know that you know Buzz was a fucking asshole to Kevin you clearly see that and then when Kevin stands up for himself and tries to stick up for himself it's like you it's almost like you know you take in the side of someone who's being a dick and it's like what the fuck you know what I mean like if you know to me and I understand you have more than one kids but you can't treat one kid different than the other you gotta treat them a little at least fairly in some degrees you see what I'm saying but you're you're right but so you only have one child right now. Yeah. If when, something's broken in the house, when well, I know who do it. Right. When, yeah. When your second child comes along, as I have two kids, right? And as much as I try not to treat them differently, you end up treating them differently. You end up treating them differently, even if it's even if it's unintentional. It's it's always unintentional, but because they're different ages, mm-hmm. they get treated differently. So I would, so I would treat my You're, newborn a little bit more differently than I treat you, my son now. Okay, now but, but they're gonna be six years apart, so I'm thinking I'm gonna have to deal with problems with him that I'm not gonna have to deal with her. Okay, well, so see, here's what you, here's what you're gonna run into. You have a boy who's six. You're gonna have a newborn little girl. Right. There's gonna be jealousy. Oh, of course, of right? course there is because, <clears throat> and here's where it comes in. You've heard the term. Uh, Mama's boy, daddy's, daddy's girl. girl, right? Right. As as much as you're gonna do your best to not show favoritism to the new little girl, you're gonna do it because it's daddy's little girl. It's 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 a subconscious <laughs> thing that's bred into humans. Is that I have to protect this little girl? Exactly. You know, my son can he can defend himself. He can defend himself. Right? He's, and he's and, 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 and he's a mama's boy anyway. Well, so you know. So. But, but here's the thing, it's. As men, that's the the. It's the natural nature. Oh. Natural nature that I don't know that that's a, a real term. It, isn't but, it kind of like a? <laughs> yeah, it's the natural nature of right of where you know like the men, men have to be the into us. It's our, it's our primary yeah. things or, or primal uh, instincts. There wow. you go. Talking about Christmas movies took a real turn. It there did, for a then, bro. Right. Let's get back on track. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I like both the Home Alone movies. So okay. that's where I would okay. go. Uh, man, I, I, I got to talk about the Santa Claus. I like the with Santa Tim Claus. Allen. Right, man. How in the hell do you kill Santa Claus and become? Santa Claus? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, well, that's what happened. It's funny because I, there's another there's another movie on here that's similar to that one, but we'll talk about that here in just a second. Yeah. Um. So Tim Allen comes off of this run of. Uh, the TV series Home, Home Improvement. Improvement, right? Love that show. Right, it's on Hulu, by the way. You can watch all of it. Awesome, love it. Awesome. Um, yeah. But then he, you know, you're like, man, he's not going to do this justice. He can't play Santa Claus, right? And then 
now I can't picture anybody else playing Santa Claus. Right. I mean, because of the the way that he exactly. played that role of kind of like the guy who, you know, you know, it was like, you know, oh, he thought, oh, it's somebody breaking into my house. It was like, yeah. oh shit, it's Santa Claus. And then it's like they found out like. It's not the Santa Claus, it's the Santa Claus, like in the clause of a contract. And exactly. It's like, oh, this is how I became Santa Claus. And you read the fine print along the top of it, it just looks like a line until you bring in it like that 3,000 million times magnifier on the on the thing. And it's like, holy shit, you know, so. Exactly. That's, uh, that, that's, that's going to be, you know, so fun. But one, and I had a, I have a Santa Claus on here as well. Okay. I have the third Santa Claus movie. Okay. The Escape Clause. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, Martin Short playing Jack Frost. I thought that he played that part very, very well to the point to where it was like, you know, what would happen if Jack Frost became Santa Claus? Yeah. You know, and that was kind of kind of the, the whole thing about that one. I enjoyed well, the third you, one out of all three of them. I liked the third one because it was like a different take on not only the character of I, Santa Claus, but a take on Jack Frost as well. Because Jack Frost was normally known as, and I think he, in a lot of different um, movies where the where the role where the character of Jack Frost is played, it's played differently. But yeah, yeah. he always comes off as more of like more of a rebellious character in a lot of senses. So Jack Frost is is he is meant to be a rebellious character, right? Um, you know, which is which is what I think when when they made the the third Santa Claus the, the, the Santa Claus movies um, with Martin Short taking it and then making him seem almost you know, not evil in a sense, but almost like maniacal in a sense of like, I deserve to be Santa, you know, and all this. Well, because he, you know. he was the, the quote unquote quote, villain right. of that movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I enjoyed both, both of the Santa Claus movies. All, all three of them? I, I liked you know, all three. all three on Disney Plus. They are. Yep. They are all three on Disney Plus. Uh, Shout speaking out. Speaking <laughs> of Disney Plus and Christmas movies, have you and Amy watched uh, Noel yet? Mm, the one with Anna Kendrick in yes. it? I haven't had a chance it. to watch it yet. Watch it. <laughs> watch it. Watch okay. it. okay. Uh, All right. I'm waiting for Christmas Chronicles 2. That's what I'm waiting on. Next. It's so, on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. but Oh, so it's all, the second one's already came out? I think so. Okay, now I'm going to check that out. I hadn't out seen then, the first so. one, but... Uh, uh, the second one, uh, the, the first one's good. I like okay. the first one. Uh, next up on my list, Gremlins. Right? Right. So you think it's not a Christmas movie? It takes place during Christmas, right? To hell with you. <laughs> right? Uh, man, I, I, I love Gremlins. Yes, I believe it is a Christmas movie. Go to hell if you don't. Not Very really. volatile uh, display. Really. I mean, yes. Not really. But, I mean, who didn't want a cuddly pet like Gizmo under their tree? Right. You know, just, just don't get it wet. Don't feed it after midnight. Right. You know, don't put uh, it in the microwave. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do believe that this is a Christmas movie because Gizmo was a Christmas present for the the son. Right. Right. So I think it was good. Um, I'm gonna go one that's a, probably a little bit. How can I say this? It's one that's a little bit more recent, rather. And okay. there have been. It, it, it is a remake, obviously. And it's Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, the newer one, the one with uh, that was created by uh, Illumination okay. Studios. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with uh, Bainsey Cumberbatch playing the role of uh, the character of the Grinch. I, I, will, um, I will be honest, I thought I was going to hate that movie mm-hmm. because of the soundtrack. Yeah, because it was y- Lil Yachty and Tyler the Creator and all these other yeah. different mumble rappers come together to make the 
the soundtrack and everything. Yes. Yeah. I trust me, I had my trepidations about it too. Uh me and Amy actually took Malachi to the theater over here at Battlefield Ten. Is it still called Battlefield Ten? I don't know, but it's over here at the AMC Theater over here in Fort Oglethorpe. Yeah. We took him there and like he, he he really really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought that now there's three different types of Grinch movies. You have this one that came out, I believe, last year or probably the year before. You had Jim Carrey's rendition of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and then you have the original cartoon from right. the 1950s or 60s or whatever it was. And out of all of them, I enjoyed this one a little bit more than I enjoyed the other ones. And I think maybe it was it was because it was such a different take on the same character. But it wasn't because in, in the first two, he was always considered like an outcast in a way. This one was more like, I mean, well, he's here. He's among us. And they clearly know this guy hates Christmas, but why does he hate Christmas so much? And, you know, it, you know, bringing it all back to, you know, full circle and stuff. And then they're trying to, hey, come on and join us. And then it shows them trying to steal it. And I think the animation and the... The way they push technology to create certain scenes, you know, yeah. like with the big tree and him being in the middle of the tree and everything like that. And um, Oh, you have no idea how many and... times I've seen this movie. <laughs> Colt, this is... Ad nauseum or is it more... Oh my God. <laughs> this, this version of Dr. Seuss's The Grinch mm-hmm. is Colt's favorite movie. Right. We will literally watch it on repeat. <laughs> Right, twenty-four hours a day. Right, right. I, I had a. He yeah. loves it. Yeah, it, it's 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 a great take on it. Um, oh, it's, with, it's a really old, good of, movie. A, of an old story, um, and that's one reason why I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. What you got next, Bob? Oh, sorry, you got me in the middle, middle of a drink. In the fridge. Well, yep. I'm gonna go ahead and get my uh, on. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah. Homage to my beginning uh, intro. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, very funny. Very funny uh, movie. So, uh, I wouldn't say it's the best installment of the Griswold Family Saga, mm-hmm. but it's great. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I've only seen the movie a handful of times. I've only seen it. Really? Like, I don't watch it every single year like a lot of people okay, do. Okay. Everyone's like, "Oh, we have to watch National Lampoon's yeah, Christmas yeah. Vacation." Like, believe it or not, like I'm a fan, and I like the movie. I, I like Vegas Vacation a little bit better than this one because they're a little bit older and they. Can, That's why you know, I say it, it's not the best installment right. of the Griswold right. family saga, yeah. but it's definitely yeah. One yeah it's you, definitely one of the best you need to watch right. Uh, yeah. Just like uh, when cousin Eddie and, and uh, Chevy Chase's character have the encounter with the lady at the department store, right. and <laughs> he says, "I was just blousing up, uh, browsing." Uh, browsing. It, it, it's a bit nipply. I mean, nippy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, just you, you've got to to think that if that movie was made today, I don't think they could say that line no, because of couldn't. how sensitive yeah. and PC everybody has yeah. become. And, and I think for for the most part, oh oh my god! Well, if you want to talk about movies that, oh no, I got some. Oh, let's, let's go. Bad Santa. I mean, I mean, come on, dude. Bad Santa was like, oh my god, this is like the worst thing ever. But then I start watching, and I'm like, no, this is the greatest Christmas movie I ever watched. You know, at the time you're watching it, I don't really think it's the greatest Christmas movie ever. But you know, no, no, it's just fun. Billy Bob Thornton playing the character of just a bitter old drunk, okay, robber robbing you know the malls after it all closes up and stuff. I'm sorry to spoil anything for you, well, you know. Yeah. And yeah, what, what was the character that plays? Uh, God, what is his name? Talking about the the little person. Yeah, I can't remember uh, his name. It's in my life. 
it's yeah, I let me know look it up real quick I, I can, let me do uh, well, go ahead real quick um bad santa do you like bad santa one or bad santa two better i gotta be honest yeah i've never seen bad santa two okay so i go. can't i can't really i can't <clears throat> really uh make i know kathy bates is in bad santa two and they say that that it's hilarious yep. uh especially her role in the movie was very hilarious so I can't really. I, I know the. I know that the 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 fat kid in the in the in the first one grows up to be almost. It's like his size grew, but his brain capacity didn't. There's something along those lines. I don't know. Right. Um, uh, next up yeah. on my list is Scrooged with Bill Murray. Did you ever I, see that? I never had a chance. I don't think I ever watched that movie. Okay. So, um, so I think it's hilarious. Right. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Groundhog Day. You right. ever seen Groundhog Day? I've seen Groundhog Day. Okay, so Scrooged yeah. is essentially Groundhog Day. Around Christmas time? Yes. <laughs> right? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The jerk becomes a better man on the eve of a national holiday, but it, it doesn't stop it from being a perfect prickly antidote to Yuletide sap. Right. Um, what, I mean, it's hilarious. I love this movie. So Right, okay, so, so Billy Bob Thornton played Willie. Uh, Tony Cox. Tony Cox played. Uh, okay. Uh, God, what was his name in the movie? Marcus. Yeah, he played Marcus. Marcus. And Bernie Mac was also in that movie. God rest his soul. Yeah. John Ritter was in that movie. God rest his soul. Man, a lot of greats. A lot of greats were in there, man. Uh, what else you got over there? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with one that I enjoyed as a kid. Okay. And that I still love to this day. It's one of my favorite. Christmas cartoon movies. Okay. And it's a Hanna-Barbera, so you know it's going to be good. A Flintstones Christmas. Flintstones Christmas? Flintstones Christmas. And now, for those of you who do do not know, have never seen it, I recommend it highly. You could probably see it on Boomerang, or you could probably see it if I'm pretty sure Cartoon Network's going to be doing a Christmas thing of some kind, you know. I don't think they do... um Old Hanna Barbera cartoons on Cartoon Network well, anymore. I think I think for certain times they do because I think I think they st- I think they do some of the Christmas stuff, which Boomerang mainly does a lot more of the Hanna Barbera, the old stuff like right. the old Looney Tunes cartoons and stuff. Yeah, like that. that's that's all Boomerang does. Right, but for me, it's the story of you know Fred and Barney are going to this you know party for the kids and everything. It's like a, it's like a charity thing or whatever. Wilma and Betty's already there. Right. Well, apparently Santa gets hurt. Uh, flying over houses and they discover it and now Fred has to play the role of Santa and taking the the, the, the presence all the way around the world and things like that it, it, it's pretty it's pretty interesting to, to watch and it's one of my favorite ones um, you know and the Jetsons had one kind of similar to it with right. uh, with uh, the with a Christmas story and things like that they did their rendition of it and it was it, it was fine <laughs> I, mean, I can't be honest with it what you got next Bob? die hard Die Hard. Die Hard. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. Okay, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to pick that hill to die on. I'm not. You I can't pick that hill to die on. I know we had this conversation already. Yes, the screenwriter says that he intended it to, to be a Christmas movie, so it's a Christmas movie. You know. Well, you've got that coupled with the fact that Fox refused to make the movie unless, unless it, was it was based crazy. around Christmas. Christmas, and the fact that on the Comedy Central roast. Bruce Willis jokingly says, no, it's not a Christmas movie. It's a fucking Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis movie. Right? <laughs> so, all I mean, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Yes, right. it's a Christmas movie. Right. Um, a lot of great characters in that movie, too, though. You know, Al, you know Alan Rickman 
you yeah, know, as Hans Gruber. As Hans Gruber and, but, dude, Carl Winslow was in it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Even so, above Jones, all that. Even above all that. Right. It, it it brought us one of the most iconic movie lines of, of all time. time. Right. Yep. So, who needs ho, ho, ho when you got yippee ki motherfucker. motherfucker. Yep. So, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas said, movie I, and it is on my list. Right. Um, I got another one, another cartoon movie that, you know, I, again, I enjoyed growing up. Uh, another Hanna-Barbera cartoon movie that I enjoyed growing up. Okay. Yogi's First Christmas. Okay. okay. Uh, for those of you, you know, because obviously Yogi's a bear. Duh. Um, and, you know. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, yeah, Yogi's a bear, obviously. And uh, Christmas time is in December. December's normally the month. The months that bears are normally hibernating at this time. I didn't know December was multiple months, but it's one December. Up. Well, I have my tongue tied. Excuse me. Uh, you know, so the November, you know, around the winter time, that's where bears hibernate. So Yogi would always miss the Christmas, but for whatever reason, him and Boo Boo and I think the the girl bear, I can't remember her name, um, they were awake this year for Christmas and then he stays celebrating first grade and then they have all the other great Hannibal Bear characters uh, Huckleberry Hound was in there Augie Doggy and Doggy Daddy Snagglepuss with his flamboyant self um, you know Quick Draw McGraw was in that one There's like a whole bunch of these great characters uh, all coming together you know and then it's centered around you know you know just different like the girl wanting to kiss Yogi, but always misses him right before you know they get underneath the mistletoe and things like that. Right. So, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a very, very funny, you know, and enjoyable cartoon movie for me. All right. So, yeah, it is one that I tried. You know, that Malachi, which he liked, he he liked this one. He didn't really care for the Flintstones one that much, though. But but then again, that was, I think no, 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 it wasn't this one. It was the Flintstones Christmas Carol that he didn't care for. Either way, he didn't like either one of the one or the other of the Flintstone movies. Okay. But anyway, which one you got? A Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it is the perfect rendition of a Halloween movie. That can be a Christmas movie as and well. And a Christmas movie. Right. Uh, so, I... There you go. I think it's so apropos that you, you can watch it. Either night, pretty much. Halloween night or Christmas day, pretty right. much, yeah. So... Yeah, I thought it was good. Um... I don't really have that, Mickey. I think we already discussed one. Okay, uh, I got one for you. Okay. Uh, I don't know really how many people have actually seen this movie. Um, it's a movie with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. It's called Four Christmases. Love you ever that heard movie. It? Yes. Basically, it's like both of their parents are divorced. They have different, you know, family stuff. So it's like they gotta go to her her mom's house, her dad's house, his mom's house. Her dad, and comedy ensues, and it's it, it's it's really a hilarious movie. Um, it, it, I mean, as far as funny goes, I mean, I don't think it's Vince Vaughn's funniest movie that he's ever been in. No. Um, um, I mean, if oh we're my talking, God, Wedding I, Crashers. I, Wedding is Crashers was up there. Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball uh, is up there also. Did you like his role in the in the remake of Psycho? Did you thought that he did an okay it job? It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. Um, but I also think that you know, would you think Vince Vaughn, you know, which he played in uh, the new Fighting for My Fighting with My Family movie as well. I did not, um, say, I had not seen that yet. Yeah, um, and Reese Witherspoon. I mean, she's you know, you probably know her from Legally Blonde and um, Sweet Home Alabama. You know, which I think both of those movies. I mean, a lot of people was like, you like Sweet Home Alabama? You thought that was a good movie? 
I thought it was a good movie. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, but yeah, Before Christmas is, if you ever get a chance, check that movie out. It's pretty hilarious because all these different dynamics of family and it's like, oh God, this is what I got to deal with every year kind of thing, you know, and everybody, you know, has, I don't know about everybody, but there are some people who have to go multiple places, you know, like I've, like off the top of my head right now, I know of at least four different places that I have to go in like a three week span for holiday stuff. So, you know, but it's, but it's, but it's you fun. than me. You know where I got to go for holidays? Your house? My house. That's it. <laughs> right. So if someone invites, say, hey, Chip, you want to come over and hang out for Christmas? What, what's hang for dinner? The okay, then cool. You know, hey, as long as you feed me, sure. <laughs> anyway, what you got next? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. How, how do you not have a Christmas? How do you not watch this movie during Christmas? I know. And I know that. it's getting a shit ton of flack right now. It promotes bullying uh, and all that. No, it does not. It does not promote bullying. Well, if it, it, do, if teaches, it does promote bullying, then it, then it promotes adversity, too. It teaches. Adversity, that's yeah. the thing. It teaches adversity. Bullying, you're never going to stop it. I, I don't like bullying, personally. Right. But it's also one of those things, like, you're never going to stop it. There's always going to be mean kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Those exactly. mean kids typically turn out to be pretty okay adults. Yeah. You know. But... It does. It teaches adversity. And I think... Overcoming adversity. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's where I stand on that. Right. Yeah. It's um, on my list. Yeah, right. Um, I know... Here's one for you. I'm going to throw a damn... Uh, Holy shit, you got the very next one I was fixing to talk about. <laughs> the Year Without a Santa Claus. All right. It's one of my favorites. And it's one, you know, especially with, you know, the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser doing their well, deals together. So and that's the funny thing. Nature is, and all that sort of most stuff. Most people don't know the name of the movie. Really? They don't know that it's called The Year, Year Without, Without a Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. They just they, know it as the Heat Miser, Snow Miser movie or they, whatever. They call it the movie with the Heat Miser. <laughs> um, that's funny. That's me. that's what it's better known as. Yeah. But, but yeah, man. I mean, it's, you know, The Year Without a Santa Claus and then. The, the songs and everything that we're in it as well and you know the two elves just going around trying to like Jingle fierce, Bells and Jangle, jingle bells. Bells and jangle bells. right Love Jangle that, you know Jangle Jangling 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 anyway um, but yeah man that's one of all the claymation cartoon movies that mm-hmm. came out that year um, that's one that for me is one of my personal favorites obviously right right oh uh, what about uh the Muppets Christmas Carol. I I didn't really watch it a lot. I've seen it a couple of times. Um, you know, again, a classic rendition of um, you know, a Christmas story of the Ebene- of Ebenezer Scrooge and you know, the the characters, you know, like Tiny Tim and going back in time, you know, doing the you know, which as the Muppets playing the certain characters, I'd be like <laughs> you know, like with uh God, who played who, what what did uh it was the two old guys, uh, the the critics. God, I can't think of their name off the top oh, of my head. Oh, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, but the ones that the, uh, yeah, but the, the the puppets that were, uh, what were their names? God, I can't. I'm losing my mind. I can't think of what they what they were called. In the Muppets, the two old guys that would always be in the balcony and criticize what they do on stage. I can't think of the name of it. I can't think of their names off the top of my head. Fuck, you would have to ask me. Well, it ain't like you're giving me an answer either, we brother. Just, we just watched... Mabel? Uh, no, Mabley? No. No. Mar- Mar- no, that's no. the that's the person in the movie. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we have to Google this. Ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, one quick second while we... Uh, Take a look at the fancy internet phones that we have at right. our disposal. Uh, but anyway, 
it was oh uh mr waldorf and uh waldorf and uh statler statler there we go yeah. that's who i thought it was it's waldorf right. and statler there we go so, yeah so you didn't think of that because you didn't say it I didn't, you didn't either so <laughs> anyway i wasn't the one talking about it all right anyway what's your next movie you uh next up elf with will ferrell elf with will ferrell yep uh, shit. What, what do you say about Elf? Right. It's great. Is, would you say it's one of his most iconic roles that he uh, Will Ferrell's ever I played? Would. He, his best role that he's ever played? No, no, yeah. I wouldn't say best role. Right. Will Ferrell's had a ton, yeah, ton of good roles. Yeah. But uh, man, you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that movie was very uh, yeah. Will Will Ferrell been a long, long the, time since I've watched it. The so. oversized elf named Buddy. I I hadn't got the boys to watch it yet. Right. I, I want to. You want to wait? I mean, no, no, it's no, some, no. I think it's we're gonna watch some, it this year. Okay, so it's something that they can watch. Yeah, I think okay, so. Right. I think so. Um, you know. But uh, you know when they, they're in the um, process of making the second one. No, no, no. Uh, when they're in the toy where they're building all the toys mm-hmm. and they're playing with the Jack in the Boxes <laughs> and. You know, Buddy, played by Will Ferrell, is like seven foot tall, tall, <laughs> right? Compared to the elves, right? Because he's adopted, and he's testing the Jack in the Boxes, and every time the damn Jack pops out, it scares him. <laughs> uh, and then right. they start making fun of him, of course, of course, and he runs home to his adopted daddy's house, and. Jumps into the bathroom. Well, you know, the the toilet is only like 10 inches tall. Right? <laughs> uh, and just to see him, like, cuddled up on this toilet, like, sulking. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It, 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 yeah, it is. I have one more, actually, um, that I didn't get a chance to write down. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to write down. I don't really particularly care. Like Rudolph Shiny New Year, have you heard of that one? No, I don't think I've ever seen that one. It's 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 like it's a play. Like that's it's 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 my it's one of my sisters and my mama's favorite ones. Okay. Um, it's about Baby New Year, basically. You know, because the Baby New Year with the big ears wearing the top hat. You remember? You, you've seen that image, I, I'm yeah, sure. I know yeah. What you're talking about. It's it's basically that movie. Um, and it's a part where it, and they incorporate a lot of like nursery rhymes and things like that involved with it as well. Um, yeah. And uh, he was like. It's like, oh, um, we meet like the baby bear. And he was like, he was like, oh, it's like, hey, I play with the baby. We can play dragons, ooh, a dungeon and dragon. And that's a great game, you know? And then it's like, okay, now you got to take off your helmet and twine up. You know, he took off the hat and the ears pop up. He's like, ho, 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 look at your ears. Yeah, and it upset the child. He's like, no, no, come back, come back. Use my friend, you know? So I didn't really keep particularly why, care. Why do you that sound like though. Adam Sandler right there? Because that's exactly what the baby, that's, that's what the bear sounds like. Honestly, <laughs> the baby sounds like Sandler. Um, I got, I got two more I want to talk about. I got, I got one more real quick. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Jingle All the Way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Okay. Uh, him, Sinbad, uh, Phil Hartman, God rest his soul. Um, you know, basically the whole thing is about getting this damn Turbo Man action figure. That's yeah. What the whole damn movie was based around. Uh, you know, when Turbo Man being involved in the in some parade that they were doing and stuff like that, and 
Arnold Schwarzenegger accidentally ended up getting in the suit at the end and Sinbad being in the villain suit at the end and it was this whole thing they're, they're they go literally everywhere trying to find this damn doll you know and it's it's hilarious the way that it works out at the same time Phil Hartman is trying to smooth in on Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife and it's it's a whole nother thing after that it's pretty funny um anyway you got one more you said you had one or Charlie Brown Christmas Charlie Brown Christmas I'm pretty sure I'm gonna watch it this year Charlie so. Brown Christmas <laughs> yeah uh Man, every year I watch Charlie right. Brown Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it's almost an iconic staple of Americana, yeah. more than just you know, because you see well, him like yeah. every time you know, because you got the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Uh, you know the Thanksgiving. What was the Thanksgiving special called? That he, uh, what the the Charlie Brown wasn't he? Didn't he have a Thanksgiving like a, th- yeah. a Thanksgiving? Which one? I can't remember him in the name of that. Great Thanksgiving, great Thanksgiving Charlie Brown. Yeah, and then and then uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, it's always something. Uh, the great right. pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, I said that one already. Yeah. I think, but anyway. Uh, but I mean, has there mm-hmm. ever been a movie that made you want to have the baldest Christmas tree ever? <laughs> right. I mean, every time I watch the Charlie Brown Christmas, I want to go out and get just a small little Christmas tree that ain't got shit on it. Right. And yeah. hang one little ornament right that's what I want to do <laughs> right but yeah I mean but you got you got a big Christmas tree anyway nah know, so. we don't have a big Christmas tree you don't tree. have the big one that used to sit in the corner or? I mean we have a Christmas tree that sits in the corner right but it's been downsized um right cause I don't like I, I'm weird I don't like too many ornaments on a, on a tree exactly or? oh okay yeah like I think yours I, I seen the picture of your Christmas tree you it think look, it looks busy it looks pretty but it's too cluttered, in my opinion. Oh, okay, because because I, I've, I've seen pictures of people's Christmas trees, and it's like, what in the fuck is going on? No, I've seen some Christmas uh, trees where it looks like a snowman threw up on it. You know, like I've yeah. seen crazy ones with garland all over the place, and this it's I'm like I don't know, it's way too much garland, or you know, stuff like that. You know, like I we like we I try to be. It sounds weird because a lot of people's like. Because you know how, like, symmetrical I like to have certain things? Yeah. With a Christmas tree, it's very different because it's like, okay, I can't have, like, all these reds clumped up over here. They're like, they got to be spread out, uh, you know, at least in some cases. But at the same time, it's, like, it's chaotic in some ways, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Now, now you guys you guys won't be able to see this picture, but I'm going to show Talon a picture of a Christmas tree. And uh, you guys are going to hear his reaction. The fuck? There you go. <laughs> that's all you needed to know. Okay. That's see, that's a little bit too cluttered. That's, I will admit that's that. too yeah. busy. It's, <clears throat> right. it's cluttered. I cannot have Christmas trees like that. Right. It, it, are you a fan of colored lights or are you a fan of the the bright, just clear white lights? We do colored lights. Okay. Um and we have uh <laughs> as ironic as it sounds, we have we just went and bought we didn't put our good Christmas ornaments on the tree this like, year. Yeah, the glass ones, uh, or things like that. Because Colt's not quite two yet. Grayson's three. Right. Excuse me. Uh, Colt already like as I was getting the Christmas tree out, Colt broke one of the glass Christmas balls. Oh no. Um. So we went out and bought some of the shatterproof Christmas balls. Right. That way he can like, if he, if he, if he does get one down and play with them, then yeah, I mean, it, it ain't going to break right. and you know, uh, cut him up or anything like that. they're blue. Right. So my Christmas tree has blue, blue balls. balls. There you go. Yes. Uh, weird. I, I don't know if you do this and I might be the only one that does and it's very, very weird. Some people may think it's weird, but I do it for my Christmas tree. 
Do you put ornaments or lights at the bottom of your Christmas tree? Yes. Okay. I don't. And it's not something that... It shouldn't be intentional now. It's just something that I've always not did because for so many years when we lived in Flintstone, my old Jack Russell Terrier, Jesse, would always, like, knock over the ones at the bottom and, like... She actually did it one time, and I'm actually surprised she didn't get electrocuted. She bit the uh, the little where the, the little thing where the lights are. Uh-huh. We had them in the bottom, and she would bite. So from that day forward, like we would always put them like we wouldn't put anything on the bottom, like little little area of leaf, or little area of the branches at the bottom. We would always go around there. Like there's nothing, no ornaments, no lights, nothing on the bottom part of the tree, and it ain't noticeable unless you like really, really look at it and stare at it. Uh-huh. It's just you know, it's just something that I've always done, you okay. know. And it's, it, it, I know it sounds weird, you know, because no, to each his own. You know, Jesse, you know, Jesse's been dead now for God. When did she pass? Back in it was it was whenever we moved to. Yeah, but Flintstone. No, I'm sorry. Had, we moved from Flintstone, so it was 2013. Uh, so, so yeah, so yeah she's you been dead for about six years. Yes, she, I have. I personally hadn't had her since about 2013 when we moved from. Right. Name, she went we, to live. With she went to live your, with Uncle Bill. Yeah, yeah and your then Uncle Bill and your Aunt Donna. And then she got sick and you know died. Like, yeah, I, I cried for a couple of days about that one. Yeah. Um. But anyway, let's get to one more. Yeah. Last one. What you got? The Polar Express. Oh, Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks is, yes, yeah. Polar Express. I, I seen this movie when I used to work at the Tennessee Aquarium. Yeah. Uh, you would Did have you get to, to see work. it in IMAX? Yes, bro. And that's something, especially, I don't know if Tennessee Aquarium still does it. I'm going to assume that they still do, um, where you have the big IMAX screen that you can watch it on. It, it's 3D, you know, where different things right. are popping out at you and stuff. Just an amazing. I won't. I won't. I won't proclaim it as the greatest Christmas movie of all time, but I personally, it's in my top three as far as Christmas right. movies goes. Just oh. the train coming to get the kids, taking them to the North Pole to see. You know, the, and then the three kids, the troublemakers, as you know, some people would call them, like going through. Uh, you know, and the whole thing about you know the jingle bell at the end with. Uh, and it was actually funny because when we went to the East Ridge uh, Christmas Parade, they were actually handing out jingle bells that have the had the ticket for Polar Express. You know? Oh, nice! Yeah, so it was pretty cool. So now Malachi has a, a red bell, you know, and the whole and the whole story of like if you shake it and you don't hear the bell, it's a sign that you just don't believe in Christmas anymore. And if you still hear the bell, you still believe that, you know in Santa Claus and Christmas and all this sort of stuff. So, so you know, when when are you going to sneak the bell out of the? Holder. I'm trying. My, I'm trying my best. It's hard. You got to play a rib on the kid. Come I know, on. right? <laughs> I got to let him know something soon. Um, uh, but yeah, man, I, I love Polar Express, man. It, it's definitely one of my favorites, yeah. and seeing it in IMAX is also, you know, fun. You know, so yeah. So you, um, you said you wouldn't classify it as the greatest of all time. I, it, I wouldn't classify it as the greatest um, Christmas movie of all time, but it's in my top three favorites. So here, here is the consensus greatest movie of all time. It's a Wonderful Life. I can be honest and say that I've never seen it. I have never seen it either. Right. Um, which is shocking as how much I love Christmas movies. Right. But there's other Christmas movies that are dubbed great Christmas movies mm-hmm. that I don't like. Yep, and I think I know where you're going with this because I feel the same way. Christmas Story. Christmas Story, yeah. I'm not a fan. Amy likes it. I'm not a fan of it. I am. You know? I am so thankful that my wife does not like that movie. <laughs> so I don't have to be bothered with 
watching it. No, I mean, I don't, I'm not bothered with watching it either way. You want to watch it? Cool. I'll be here. I'll be over here doing something, you know, so. Uh, it don't even come you know. on my TV. <laughs> even if you're just flipping through channels, which, well, you guys don't watch cable, so that didn't work. I mean, we have cable, but. Yeah, but I mean, you don't. We don't really watch, watch it. it. right. So. We only have cable because of my uncle. Right. If, uh, if I could teach him, it's real hard teaching an almost 80-year-old new new tricks. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Is he almost 80 already? Yeah, he was born in 1940. Man. So, he'll be 80 next year. Man. Uh, He just turned 79. So, yeah. Uh, But, man, it's... uh, I I would cut the cord. (laughs) Right. right? I I have Disney Plus. I I have the bundle. Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN ESPN Plus. Plus, Right. I have Netflix. Mm -hmm. I don't need anything else. Right. Let me ask you this, though. And I know there's a lot, like... I don't particularly care for it because it's. It, I don't find it funny. Okay. I don't find it, you know, like basically the whole purpose of the whole movie is this is this kid wanting a damn Red Rider BB gun, and everyone's the, telling him you'll shoot your eye out, kid, you know, and then he ends up getting it, and then at the end of the movie he damn near shoots his fucking eye out, and it's like, no. so. But was this based? I honestly think it was a damn movie just to promote the damn Red Rider BB gun because they were selling it in stores the very next year or whatever that's, so it was that's, like that's it that's know? what I think it was a it was a uh, propaganda movie as well a Christmas movie is what it was yeah uh, what the most iconic thing from that movie became the the Red Rider BB gun mm-hmm. and that stupid ass leg leg lamp, lamp. yeah, yeah. And, and then, it's like the, the the damn pink bunny outfit that you know oh god that um, yeah yeah shit yeah oh oh yeah I don't even know where to go now. And then, that, the, and then the racist shit that happened at the end with the with them being in that Chinese restaurant, which nowadays people would consider it racist. Nowadays, with yeah. you know intentionally, you know, letting you know Oriental people using, you know, R's for L's, that type of thing. It's like, ugh, like I mean. It, it, it's it's it, in a way the way that they're making it look is very very ugh, yeah that's not a good look for especially for 2019 you know I what I'm saying I, I've so never made it that far into the movie to to know it, what it's it, it's bad what you're talking <laughs> it, about. It, it, it is bad it yes. is bad um, um yeah but ladies and gentlemen it's Christmas season it is Christmas season yes love and enjoy Christmas movies yeah. I downloaded the Hallmark app on my Roku I watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> All the time, right? And it's going to yes, be. Yes, uh, I am that yeah. guy. He is that guy. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in for this very special Christmas episode of Movement Radio. Um, and I'm, as always, remember to like. Do not leave without leaving a like, a comment, comment share, and, and subscribe. subscribe. On your favorite podcasting platform, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, season this year, uh, depending on, like, if, if you can. I don't know how much time we have left here, but we got a few if, minutes. If you could put your top five favorites, like these are five Christmas movies they have to watch. What five would you? What five would you say? The that you personally love that everyone who hasn't seen them needs to see. Oh shit! Um, while you're doing, while you're thinking, I'll go ahead and throw mine out there to you. Go ahead. Definitely check out Polar Express. It's one of the one of the better Christmas movies that I've seen. Uh. A, uh, a Flintstones Christmas. If you if you love cartoons, that's another good one. 
Um, go out of your way to try to see Bad Santa if you want to. I think it's very hilarious and very funny. Um, Netflix has uh, the Christmas Chronicles on there. It's another great one that you, you guys didn't need to even check out. That. No, we, I mentioned it earlier. I just we we would got, we got into talking about other stuff. When yeah. I, just, I just told you got lost in the fray. And check. So we were talking about Noel. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and definitely check out A Year Without Santa Claus. I think it's you know definitely you know one of the one of the better of the claymation clay clay animation uh, Christmas yeah. uh, stories. Um, so let's go with uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Home Alone, right? Um, the Grinch, right? The new one. I the definitely new, yeah. recommend that to everybody, right? Uh, the Year Without Santa Claus for mm-hmm. sure, and um, one that I didn't even mention: The Guardians. Oh my God! Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, the Guardians. Didn't even I didn't even think about Guardians, dude. Uh, I I forgot to mention that one. That's one of my favorite, and yeah, I know most of those oh, actually. All of those that I named, except for Home Alone, were cartoon movies, but yeah. definitely check them out. Check out The Guardians. I love that movie. Yeah, that was... Um, it, it has, you know... And if it, Yeah, and if you want to throw in uh, Elf, Bad Santa, and yeah. The Santa Claus. Yeah, all three of the movies, if, yeah. you, you, know, if you choose to. Also, That the, way there's some live action mixed in. Jingle All the Way also is another good one for Christmases. Is a, is a great one. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is also another great one. I'm sure everyone's going to at least enjoy yes. it at some point this year. I will. Yeah, I will too. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Talon Williams. My name is Chip Hazard. And, and this, this is Movement, Movement Radio. Radio.